Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's uh, head out. Speaking of tournament time, the Little Rock women played so well this year, Wes, they don't even have to play today. They're playing tomorrow in the OVC women's tournament for the first time ever. And, of course, they claim the regular season crown, and there were a lot of honors handed out. Joe Foley was named Coach of the Year, no big surprise. And they also had the Player of the Year, among others. Let's join Trey Schapp, who is at the OVC tournament, and get some more insight as to what they have to do to get to the big dance again. Trey, welcome. Morning, guys. How are you? Buddy, we're awesome. We're awesome. Uh, I texted Foe the other day and told him congratulations, go get a title, and he said that's the plan or something to that effect. So this has been an interesting year, and this is a team that certainly got better as the year went on. Now that you watched the whole season of it, Trey, because there were questions going in how the Sun Belt would compare to the OVC, how would you evaluate the two leagues? Well, I think that um, obviously the Sun Belt probably has a little bit better depth um, on the women's side, but... I think that uh, they were not – the Ohio Valley Conference was not prepared for the type of defense that Little Rock would play. Um, They had had statistically the best defense that the league has ever seen, um, only giving up uh, 51.4 points on an average. And that includes the the blowout losses in non-conference play to like Arkansas and Ole Miss and Hmm. Western Kentucky and Alabama. So – once you get into conference play, that number is even lower, and it's just really impressive what they've been able to do defensively this year and just basically teams don't have a chance, it seems like. And uh, some of the lower-seeded teams in this tournament, and one of them being Moorhead State, who got by UT Martin yesterday in the first upset of the tournament, 70-68. to Moorhead State, I mean, that's a team that Little Rock beat by double digits in both both games. And there have only been like three or four games where Little Rock has uh, won in single digits or they lost to Eastern Illinois on the road, but we didn't have Sally Corma in that game. And every game that Sally has played this year, Little Rock has won. So postseason honors, we talked about Foley. They had multiple players honored in the postseason by the league? Yes, Sally Corma was the player of the year. She's also on the first team All-OVC. Tia Harvey, second team All-OVC. And then Jaya Harris-Smith was on the All-Newcomer team. And I'm a little bit surprised that uh, Jayla Brooks or Jaya Smith didn't get the defensive player of the year. And uh, right now, statistically, Sally is the best defensive player in the country when you look at statistics. But uh, she didn't play the whole year. And it's kind of hard to believe that uh, you're talking about uh, your top score as one of the best defenders as well. But uh, she's really picked up her play this year, and I think it meant a lot when uh, they secured the o- the Ohio Valley Conference regular season title. Uh, you could see that, that she was very emotional um, on the court after they were able to secure, to, to secure that. And I think hopefully if they're playing on Saturday, a 2 o'clock tip time for a championship, sometime around 4 o'clock, a little before, if Little Rock wins, I'm sure they're all going to be very emotional. Trey Schapp joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, getting you set for the OVC Women's Tournament. Men just missed out, unfortunately, on a late shot by a, a, an opposing team. And I can't remember who beat them now, but... Lindenwood. Lindenwood. Yeah, just left them on the outside looking in. Wes had already uh, complained about how we hate conference tournaments that don't include all the teams from the league, but that's another uh, debate to get into at another time. So what is the expected matchup tomorrow, Trey, for the Little Rock women? 
Well, if you just go by seeding, it would be Southeast Missouri. They are the four seed. They play Moorhead State today at 1 o'clock, and Moorhead State obviously with the upset over UT Martin yesterday. That's the one team, UT Martin, that I think Little Rock was concerned with. It took a last-second shot by Tia Harvey to open conference play at Simmons Bank Arena to beat them, and then it took us you know, staving off a, a very good comeback for them from them at Martin in February, and so those were two really competitive, close games, and UT Martin was starting to get all of their players back. They had some that had missed games here and there uh, due to injury this year, so the fact that they are not in the tournament anymore I think kind of helps Little Rock on their side, but uh, I would expect that it's going to be Southeast Missouri. Who knows what can happen? It's tournament play, and mm-hmm. if a team gets hot, then they get hot, and it could be Moorhead State. Sure. What? Uh, where's the tournament played? Uh, at the Ford Center in Evansville, and uh, a little uh, perk to be in the one or the two seat on both the men's and women's side, you get to stay right across the street from it. Um, so uh, I'm looking out the hotel window right now at it, and I just saw Moorhead State, their bus pull up. And one of the other things that the Ohio Valley does that uh, is different than the Sun Belt is they give a police escort to the teams from their hotel, which, of course, we would walk across the street, not need it, but I did see Moorhead State pull up with four motorcycle cops huh. around their bus to the arena. So kind of like what they do at the uh, NCAA tournament as well. Evansville really has rolled out the red carpet. I think it's a different atmosphere. I walked over last night once we got here and went into the arena, and it's a much different atmosphere than the Sun Belt. Um, so it's yet to – we haven't played a game yet, so we'll see what it's like tomorrow, but so far – I would give the OVC um, a a one up, if you will, on the Sun Belt tournament so far. So they they base hotels on what your seating is, so the top teams get the best hotel assignments. Correct. The one and the two Wild. seeds on both sides get to stay at the double tree that is right across the street from the arena. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty cool. There's there's like an incentive. So they, yeah, uh, there's something to play for. I mean, yeah. the Ohio. I mean, they they put out the you know they have hotel partners and stuff, and they they do it based on seating for the tournament where you're going to stay. And, I mean, they're not going to put the you know the eight and seven seeds in a dump hotel, but should um, <laughs> it is nice to be right across the street. I mean, I guess they could. You're right. Wes, hey, but, eight seed. We'll leave the no, lot on for you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. what, what's either that or your door opens to the outside yeah that's what i'm mm-hmm. saying the old motel what uh what is the drive time do you know from evansville to here it was about uh it was a little over six and a half hours yesterday and uh, i know there are going to be some little rock trojan fans that are going to get up early tomorrow and make the trip up here i know my wife and daughter are going to do the same um so hopefully they can get up here you know leave probably Six six thirty and make it here by one o'clock. So you tip it one tomorrow, and then the championship game would be two on Saturday. Correct. Okay. All right. Very good. The Sally Corma story this year. I mean, uh, I mean, last year and it was awesome, and what her family had been through back home. But this year, she basically couldn't get back in the states. Was that a visa issue, and that kind of set her behind? Is that was that? um, Am I remembering? I don't know her story at all. So give me the full full picture here. Yeah. Yeah, so after the season last year, she went back to Mali, and um, it was time for her to renew it, and the Mali government wouldn't let her renew it to get back into the States in time for the, the fall semester. And so there was a question as to whether or not she would even be able to be here. 
And I, I think the understanding that I have is she told them, no, I need it because I have to get back to go play basketball. Well, I think the government and Molly didn't like that because they wanted her to be saying, hey, I need to get back so I can finish my schooling <laughs> as opposed to I need to get back so I can go play basketball. <laughs> but they got it worked out. She flew in. Uh, I think her her flight time was like when you the tra- whole travel time was well over 20 hours. And she landed um, very late on December the 18th and then traveled with us to Missouri State for a non-conference game and was just there and then worked out over the Christmas break um, with some of the players that are from overseas, like Nikki Metcalf from Australia. Angelique Francis actually lives in Little Rock now as opposed to being from Irving, Texas. Her family and lives here as well. So, um, And there's another story I'll get into in just a second. But Sally worked out, and then her first game back was against UT Martin, and then she did miss the Eastern Illinois game. That's the only game she missed this year. Um, and she's played exceptionally well um, here of late. And teams double team, they box in one. They try to go triangle in two with her and Tia Harvey. And so far, it just has not worked. And her family's home in Mali was destroyed last year by a hurricane. Yes. And they, they had a big fundraiser uh, for her family. Oh, I missed all that. Okay. I don't even know where yep. Mali is. Yep. And then Angelique Francis, real quick, guys, the story with her is, She's been through so much, um, you know, at one time thought about suicide and has attempted suicide before, but she's battled through and um, she is going to be awarded the Pat Summit Award for Courage this year at the Final Four in Dallas. And she's the she's the recipient this year of all of women's basketball. So a big award for her. That's awesome. Yes, I do know that story. Okay, that's good. That one I was familiar with. This story about uh, Quorum I did not know, and I'm trying to figure out country in West Africa. I don't know anything about Mali. I'm just going to tell you straight up. I need to learn a little bit more about this country. <laughs> so. uh, anyway, they got a green, hey, yellow, quick, and red flag. Before, I know bef- that. before we're done, before we're done, if I may, Justin, I want to I want to send out a, a public uh, congratulations to Kevin Crass being named to the University of Arkansas System Board of Trustees today by uh, Governor Sanders. I think that's an awesome. Uh, addition to the board of trustees, and I know Kevin will do some great work on the board. I am a huge fan of Kevin Crass. I don't know if that's to be congratulated or if we should pray for him. That can be a bit of a headache at times, but yes, <laughs> I don't think she could select a better uh, representative, certainly. So kudos to Kevin Crass. He's a phenomenal individual and a great addition. That's a, that's a good deal. I didn't know that, Trey. Good. Thanks for the heads up on that. You're doing a fantastic job. Full of information today. That's our guy, Trey Schapp, over in Evansville, (laughs) Indiana. That's more information than I've ever gotten out of Indiana, the entire state. So good work today. Enjoy the call tomorrow, and have a good time today. And we will uh, hopefully be talking on Monday about where you guys are headed for the NCAA. I guess Mm -hmm. we won't know until Tuesday, though, right? Or on the air. We'll know Monday night. Uh, Well, we'll we'll know a week from Sunday. So the selection show for the women, I believe, is 7 o'clock Sunday the 12th. Oh, week. That's right. Okay. there are still other conference tournaments next week. They used to do it on Mondays. Yep. For the women, but now they've gone Used to Sunday. To. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Well, cool. And right now it looks like because of the, the way the Ohio Valley Conference, you know, it's not one of those teams or leagues that's really respected. It looks like we might be in a play-in game. Boo! So, wow. If, where are those? They do I'll the women's just say and, this. Where do they do the women's? Uh, they would be on – no, they would be on the campus site. So whatever number one seed you would go up against, it would be at that place. And it looks like right now Charlie Krim, who does bracketology for women's, has us going to Bloomington uh, to play Norfolk State in a 16-16 game. The winner gets Indiana. Oof. But 
if that happens, if Little Rock wins their two games here, they go to a 16-16 and they win it, Joe Foley would win number 400 on the nose at Little Rock. Hmm. Well, I didn't – am I drunk? When did they quit I, going I to re- – did they not do regional sites for women's basketball? Last year. How did I miss this? Last year, no. No, they've always done campus sites. And actually this year, instead of four regional sites, they're only going to two regional sites. I didn't know they had playing games for the women. That started last year. Man. So many changes in law. That just seems crazy to me that they would yep. be a 16 seed. I just found out this week you can pay players now. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Okay, well, cool. Well, listen, just get in, win the tournament, and uh, let's go. Yeah. But, uh, Trey, thanks, man. Enjoy it. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. That's Trey Schapp over in Evansville, Indiana.